Shall we begin? Let's begin now. Welcome to WriteCast, a casual conversation for serious writers, a monthly podcast by the Walden University Writing Center. I'm Claire Helikoski. And I'm Casey Walls. Today, Claire and I will discuss APA 6 to 7 transition and 10 changes that you'll want to proofread for as you make that shift. As you may have heard, the American Psychological Association has come out with a new 7th edition of the APA manual. You know, I had heard something (laughs) about that. (laughs) Yes, uh, it's been a super hot topic for Walden students and faculty and especially the Writing Center staff for a while now. And we know students have been worried about that transition, but your friendly neighborhood writing instructors have been hard at work creating and updating resources to make the change as painless as possible. And regular listeners might have caught our previous episode on our favorite APA changes in the new 7th edition, and we hope it and our other Writing Center resources have helped to calm some of your nerves. Much of the concern probably stems from students' concerns about the particulars they need to watch out for in their future assignments. Right. And since Walden students will now be using the 7th edition rules for coursework as of our June start date, all courses and programs should be making this switch. So if you're familiar with APA 6 and looking for some of the most likely changes to watch out for as you learn APA 7, then this is the RightCast episode for you. First, we'll cover some proofreading points for in the body of your text itself. And these are, again, our top 10 changes to proofread for. So change one to look out for at all. We covered this in our latest APA 7 episode, but in APA 6, you would use at all when dealing with five or more authors. But then with three to five authors, you needed to list all the authors the first time, then use at all afterwards. And in APA 7, it's much simpler. If you have more than two authors, you just use at all every time. So be sure to check if you have more than two authors listed and revise to just list the first author followed by at all throughout. Yeah, I really like that rule. So our second is in APA 7, writers should use the singular they to refer to people whose gender is unknown or irrelevant and or people who use the pronoun they to refer to themselves. So if you find yourself using both he or she and his or her, you can just replace both with they in addition to other adjustments. Change number three to look out for. You'll use quotation marks rather than italics to refer to a linguistic example like a word, letter, or phrase. Number four, when citing a secondary source, which you should do very sparingly only when you cannot find a copy of the original, you'll need to list the publication year for both sources. So for example, if I published an article and quoted Claire, your citation would be parentheses, Helikoski, comma, 2015, comma, as cited in Walls, comma, 2020, and parentheses, followed by the punctuation mark. You'll still only include the most recent source, the one that you actually read, in your reference list. Now we're going to talk about some proofreading tips for your references. All right, so in your references, 
Tip number five to look out for, you'll italicize the titles of web pages. Previously, web pages were not italicized, so be sure to consider them a self-contained work and italicize web page titles throughout your references. Number six, in your references, list the names of up to 20 authors. So that means that if there are 21 or more authors, you'll use the ellipses after the 19th author and then list the last author. And it was far fewer authors in uh, APA 6, so that's yes, why we mentioned far, that one. <laughs> far fewer. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, so number seven. For a journal article, if you aren't able to find a DOI number via crossref.org, and if you found it in a major database, which is probably likely, <laughs> you'll just stop the reference after the page range, just like you would for a print source. So if you're still placing web page addresses or the journal homepage at the end of your article references, be sure to go ahead and check these things out, make sure there's no DOI, double check that it's in a database, and then remove that link in most cases. Our eighth tip we also mentioned in a previous episode, but the DOI or Digital Object Identifier rules have been adjusted so that you should list the URL version of the DOI. So that means you'll start each with HTTPS colon slash slash DOI dot ORG slash 10 usually. In APA 6, you could also use the format with just the numeral, but now all of your DOIs should be formatted as a URL. Right, so you could just go add in that extra formatting at the beginning if, you're, if you already have formatted your references and have the numbers, you can just add that URL information that Casey mentioned beforehand. Exactly. All right, tip number nine, you should no longer include retrieved from prior to either the link for a DOI or a web page URL. And there are a couple really specific exceptions to this, but in general, when you're proofreading, you're gonna go ahead and delete that retrieved from language for most sources. And finally, number 10, in your references for book entries, you should not list the location information of the publisher. In APA 6, you needed the city and state or country information, followed by a colon and then the publisher. In APA 7, you just need the name of the publisher after the title of your book, and then you're all set. All right, so that was a lot of information, <laughs> but we hope it'll help you proofread as you make the shift from APA 6 to APA 7. You might also find our APA 6 to 7 comparison tables and our APA 7 transition webinar helpful resources as well, and you can read those in our show notes. You'll also find all 10 of these items written out in the transcript for the episode if you would find a text version more helpful. Until next time, keep writing. Keep inspiring. WriteCast is a monthly podcast produced by the Walden University Writing Center. Visit our online writing center at academicguides.waldenu.edu slash writing center. Find more WriteCast episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or your favorite podcast app. We would love to hear from you. Connect with us on our blog and at writing support at waldenu.edu. Thanks for listening.